There has to be some common sense. Yes, sir, they have the car stopped in Tampa Ranch, Michael We still don't know who pulled the trigger. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Police Off the Cuff, Real Crime Stories. I'm your host, retired NYPD Sergeant Bill Cannon, a 27-year veteran of the NYPD, coming out of Manhattan North Homicide Squad. I hope I didn't blind you guys today with this bright blue color. This is my fishing shirt from Isla Morada, Florida Keys, and it was lucky for me down there. I caught a couple of uh, caught a couple of big ones down there, but uh, if this is too much, you guys let me know, and I'll never wear it again. So, guys, we're looking into the, the Kylie Rodney case. And, of course, we're going on day 15. And all of these missing person cases, high-profile missing ca- person cases, are very, very difficult. The, sometimes the misinformation really hurts the investigators. And I know, and I'm not going to pick out anyone in particular on uh, YouTube, but there's a lot of noise on uh, these YouTube content creator channels. It doesn't help to, 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 to invent stuff, you know, like to make stuff up that the woulda, coulda, shouldas. Uh, you're always going to get facts from retired law enforcement like myself and duty run. You're going to get facts because it doesn't help the case. It doesn't help the family to tell stories and to invent things or what it woulda, coulda, shouldas, you know. Even I was very surprised in the very beginning when the police said this is a possible abduction. They said that with virtually uh, no evidence of that. So what good did it, it help to say that this was a potential abduction? You only say that when you have evidence of that fact. And they, in my mind, they didn't have any evidence of that. And uh, so one of the things that... Uh, when they reach a point, it's two weeks, it's day 15. You want to get all the help you can get. And the help that they got is this, this group called Adventures with a Purpose. And then you have their little uh, meme up on the screen there. And they are really as professional as professional as you can get scuba divers and great searches of bodies of water. They utilize sonar. And they really know what they're doing. So they're helping law enforcement. And the press, are, uh, you know, the, the, the um, place of county police, they went for it. They, they need help. They obviously need help. And I think it's good when law enforcement admits that they need help. They're not just going to say, oh, no, we'll handle this ourselves." you know. So a group of volunteer divers who travel across the country in hopes of solving missing person cases have joined the search for Kylie Rodney. Uh, the call came through and they heard it loud and clear and they're in communication with Placer County Sheriff's Department uh, and the, the Sheriff's Department was happy in welcoming them in and they they utilize the unique skills that they have as well as the search tactics that they developed and made them successful. Uh, they've helped uh, solve 23 cold cases since 2019. They've amassed more than 2.4 million subscribers on YouTube and more than 250 million views, all by helping families 
find their loved ones. I just like to remind everyone the dollar reward for finding Kylie Rodney is up to $75,000. So if someone really had solid, solid information, I believe that $75,000 would entice them to come forward and give that give that reward to this person. But obviously no one has that, that solid information that they know what happened or where she is. And thus, say they find out that Kylie, in fact, is not. They do the search, which started on Friday. They do it through the weekend. And say they do not find her Honda 2013 CRV, or they do not find her. Is that also helpful to the case in that it eliminated the possibility that she's in the water? They've eliminated that possibility with their professionalism, their sonar, and the fact that they've searched these bodies of water. So, so important. Investigation is also a game. It's not a game, but it's, it's a, uh, you want to eliminate things. You want to eliminate possibilities. And in this case, they eliminate, it, they search the bodies of water and they don't find Kylie Rodney or her CRV. You can now eliminate that and concentrate on other areas. Uh, other areas to search, other possibilities. Um, Adventures with a Purpose, they specialize particularly in sonar uh, and the underwater sonar search and recovery, recovery, particularly in finding vehicles underwater. Uh, The case, I tell you, we're going to come in and we're going to work really hard. This is um, uh, Doug Bishop talking. Uh, They're going to work really hard and they want to be successful. Uh, and they're spiritual guys. They want hope and pray that uh, everybody's praying that Kylie is found and found safe. Uh, investigators from multiple law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, have not been able to locate Rodney, who went missing after a party at the Prosser family campground in Truckee. The biggest in all of this is she was at a party that had 200 to 300 people. Someone knows something. And that's a really accurate assessment to make, said Doug Bishop. In the last three years, Adventures with a Purpose has found over 500 vehicles nationwide. And they plan to hit the Presser Creek Reservoir Saturday morning to look for Rodney's car. So they've been searching uh, for Rodney since um, Saturday morning. And I believe they started the search. Um, they started the search on Friday. So... It's, it's so, so important, uh, again, I, as I said, that they do eliminate elimination, that they eliminate the possibility that, uh, that, that uh, Kylie, that her car or herself is underneath that water. And let me play a little of this. 14 days since Kylie Rodney went missing following a late night party at a campground in Truckee, California. I just want her to come back and be okay. Her disappearance triggering a massive search. Authorities scouring the surrounding area for any sign of the 16-year-old or her car and releasing surveillance images of Kylie in the hours before her disappearance. And yet, authorities appear no closer to finding her. This week announcing they're scaling back the search. We've had over like 9,000 man hours into searching, which is pretty astronomical. Our, Our biggest problem is, is where do we go and how do we keep sustaining this? 
Desperate for answers, Kylie's extended family reached out to a group of volunteer scuba diving sleuths to help. All of the agents, sheriffs, and detectives that I've spoken with are all completely baffled. Earlier this year, NBC exclusively profiled the group Adventures with Purpose when they helped a family find their missing mom. It's a Kia. Specializing in cold cases of people and their vehicles gone missing underwater, on Saturday, they'll start working with local authorities to search for Kylie. Almost everyone that we find is in areas that other agencies have already searched. What's it about your technology that sets you apart? It's the ability to manipulate it the way we, we do. Tonight, volunteer sleuths doing what they can to keep this case from going cold. Aaron McLaughlin, NBC News. So, folks, um, that's so important, as I said. I, I know uh, we don't all think that way, but to eliminate the possibility that her vehicle or she is under that water. And as you can see, they're very professional. I spoke about early on a lot of noise to do with this case. Jay Nuttall, when Sammy said that she was going to get a ride home with Kylie and then all of a sudden she needed to find a different ride, I believe that is a very significant point in this disappearance. It, it may be, and it may, may turn out to be. However, Sammy has been interviewed and re-interviewed. I don't like to, you know, I think the investigators know what's really important and what's not important. And you, uh, Sammy may, they may have just eliminated her. And you notice that she is on, um, Every damn uh, content creator on YouTube you could possibly own. To me, that says she doesn't know anything. She just wants the drama to continue. She just wants to spoof forth her knowledge, which she has virtually none. And I think that, that in, that's why the investigators aren't continuing to rely on her. If you notice that she's on every damn internet channel, but uh, she's not being used. I don't believe she's being used anymore by the... Uh, by the investigators. Sana Elise Hoth Johnson, thank you so much for the 50, I don't know what denomination that is. Hello, Bill and Phil, I'm back. Great to see you back. I know you're from the cross, way across the pond, but thank you so much for coming back. You know, investigation, I always talk about it, uh, and I, in my 27 years on the NYPD, 16 in the detective bureau as a sergeant, meaning that I ran major investigations. Investigation is an art and a science, and you have to use both of those things to, to achieve your goal. Use the art and use the science of investigation. And the art of investigation is old-style detective work. They used to call detective gumshoes. And one of the reasons they called them gumshoes is because they would wear these comfortable shoes because they were going to out beating the doors down and beating the path to the answer to their investigation. And that's why they were called gumshoes. Now, the science, of course, the technology, the cell phone technology, which unfortunately, the cell phone in this case has not become a huge part of this because at 0030 hours or 1230 hours on that Saturday over two weeks ago, the cell phone stopped pinging. And if the cell phone had stayed on, they would have been able to track Kylie by cell sites that the phone would be pinging on and pinging against. Unfortunately, something happened. Did Kylie 
uh, the, did Kylie go into the water and then that, did that kill the cell phone? Or did something more sinister happen in someone that kidnapped her? And I'm not saying that happened, saying that's a possibility. Turn the phone off. Could that have happened? Because if the phone's not on, it's not going to ping any longer, all right? But as I said, with, with, with the art and the science of investigation, you know, part of the science, of course, here is the search of the water with this sonar. Without that, without the sonar, could divers really cover the amount of area that would be necessary to find her if she is below the water here? I don't think so. So that is also part of the science of investigation. Now to a Fox 40 News exclusive, this unique dive team searching through the crystal clear waters of Donner Lake for 16-year-old Kylie Rodney. The team specializing in tracking cold cases free of charge, and they came from miles away to help solve her mysterious disappearance now two weeks after she went missing. Starting early today, Fox 40's Rowena Shaddix was the only reporter with those divers through their hours-long investigation. She shows us uh, what they were doing in hopes of discovering clues about where the missing team may have gone. The cold morning began before 8 o'clock with Adventures with Purpose, a search and rescue dive team assisting the challenge ahead at Donner Lake. Originally from Oregon, the team has millions of followers on their YouTube channel and are known for traveling around the country for a special purpose. In the last two years, they've solved 23 cold cases for family members of loved ones who've been missing, some for decades. When you miss a loved one or a friend or a community member and you don't know, that's a nightmare. And so what we provide is, is those answers when we're able to. That's what we're hoping to do in this case. Today, the six-man team arrived for their next mission even before the sun rose. With 15 to 20 million viewers per month, uh, it was, there was an overwhelming demand, not only by multiple different agencies, all of our supporters. No red tape, a fresh set of eyes, and unorthodox search tactics are what the team believes sets them apart. We're using a side scan, a down image, and a live scope. And a sonar system that provides three different angles of looking at the water. They're in contact with local authorities and Kylie's extended family. Although the team could not say specifically what brought them out here to Donner Lake, they are concentrating on the boat launch and the area surrounding it. I really wish I could tell you. Unfortunately, I, I can't. What, what, what we're working with right now, no one knows. We're taking our resources and the intel that we've been provided, and we're trying to uh, see different avenues, <clears throat> different places to look. They scoured Donner Lake for more than two hours, checking on several areas where her car could have entered the water. This location is clear, uh, but for us, this is just one step closer, process of elimination. The team then checked out a couple of ponds in the cold stream area, but team leader Doug Bishop says they were too shallow. They then went to the Boca Reservoir, putting two boats in the water where they searched for several more hours. There's multiple roads that lead here directly from Prosser. We also know that there were several parties at Prosser uh, that night, as well as this lake that night, as well as Stampede. They say they're thinking out of the box, concentrating on areas which haven't been checked out yet.
It's tough. I, I, I don't want to find her. If she's here and something has happened to her, I do. I want to be able to provide the family in this community um, answers so they can properly lay her to rest. Rowena Shaddix, Fox 40 News. You know, folks, you realize that they started at a specific location, potentially because of information that they were given by the local police. They do things scientifically. They're not doing it just happenstance. They're doing it. They, they've done this before, obviously. This is not, uh, as they say in the biz, this is not their first rodeo. And um, I, I think that they're really experienced. If anyone's going to find the car, it will be them. You know, it's just that I'm glad that the local police, um, they don't have a posture like, no, we'll take care of this ourselves. I'm glad that they're professional enough and to realize that they could use the help. They really could. Uh, serial killer. Uh, that lake is huge. Uh, I think it's a man-made lake. Um, that lake is huge. Just thinking about search that entire lake gives me an anxiety attack. Well, then luckily you're not one of those searchers on adventures with purpose because they're not getting an anxiety attack. They've done it before. Apparently the lake at its deepest is 55 to 57 feet. Um, I don't know if you guys have paid attention, but um, there was another couple. Um, there was another couple that was missing very close to this area. And they were a Hispanic couple that um, had known each other for years. And I think their family was getting a little bit upset that it was not, um, it was not receiving the same attention as, as this search. However, they found both of them. And unfortunately, they were both dead and they were recovered in their vehicle. And that, that was um, Juan Zavala and Jeanette uh, Pantoya. So we, we say a prayer for them and their families. We, you know, it's horrible when they do find them, but at least there is a level of closure in that the, the police did find them. But um, y you see what a lot of these missing person cases the ones that get the most attention are the spectacular in a way. Um, the public ex expects the same response for every missing person. And unfortunately, it doesn't get, get it, you know. Um, of course, Gabby Petito, we talk about that case. That case got international coverage. It caught the um, hearts, really, of everyone across the world. And this case also because of the age of Kylie, she's 16 years old and just just disappearing. Everyone thinks that could be their daughter. A specialty search and re recovery dive team is deploying in the search of missing Truckee teenager Kylie Rodney. She's been missing since August 6th. The Placer County Sheriff's Office has spearheaded the case since the beginning. And Placer County is where KCR3's Aaron Heft is joining us now live with the latest. Aaron, good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. Tomorrow marks two weeks since Kylie went missing, and authorities say they've received thousands of tips, but many of those tips are duplicates, and they're actually slowing down the search process. Now, like you said, Kylie was last seen on August 6th at a party with hundreds of similar-age teens at the Prosser Family Campground in Truckee. According to authorities, the last known ping from Kylie's cell phone was the same night at 12.30 a.m. Her car, a 2013, 
2013 Honda CRV also missing, which is one reason the case is being treated as a possible abduction case. The 16-year-old has been added to the FBI's missing person database, and thousands of tips have been sent in. Though Placer County Sheriff's Office says many of those tips are duplicates and are actually slowing down their search efforts. Now, today, a specialty search and recovery dive team who call themselves Adventures with a Purpose will arrive in Truckee to add to their search efforts. Now, this specialty team actually specializes in cold cases, and they've actually helped solve 23 cold cases in the last three years. Now, according to Placer County Sheriff's Office, they've received 1,550 tips, and they're vetting those tips as of right now. In Placer County, Erin Heft. So, folks, uh, you know, okie dokie. Um, then she could be off the road, crashed into the woods, off a steep ravine, any number of things. She and her car missing. And the phone last pinging at the lake made that the most likely scenario. Look, if they complete, they complete this water search today and it's negative results, they don't find anything, that still doesn't mean her vehicle could be somewhere in that park lost in a deep ravine covered by trees or whatever. Uh, so the search must continue. However, a lot of folks get upset when the police say we're going to be um, scaling down, uh, scaling down this investigation, scaling down the amount of people. Uh, and that, that's a reality. There's no way they could keep the amount of people, the amount of investigators, the resources it takes to keep searching for this young girl. But sometimes scaling it down and making it a task force of, say, 100, maybe 50, sometimes that's more efficient than having 300. They've done a great deal of searches. They still must continue doing the searches with drones, helicopters, by foot. I don't know if there's any hunters going or there's hikers in this park. Potentially, the human element there can help find Kylie. Uh, it's, it's just crazy. Uh, Jay Nuttall, um, it could be... Just the case of this missing girl had an accident. I believe that we are looking for a body, sadly. Jay, unfortunately, I agree with you. Once it goes past a certain amount of days, it can happen. A miracle can happen. But uh, the chances that um, that she's alive are slim right now, uh, unfortunately. See ya. There were multiple parties. I think everybody left at 1230 to go to one of those parties. Maybe also Kylie did too. Um, one of the things I always like to do in a major investigation, a homicide investigation, a missing person, was to interview as many people as possible. And especially many of you guys are uh, focusing on her friend, Sammy. And she should have been interviewed, and I'm sure she was extensively. I think that now from what I've seen and what I've heard, um, what I've seen and what I've heard on some of the channels is that she really likes the spotlight and I don't think she has any great information to give, but that is a, a, another possibility though, to keep the ears out there, the eyes and the ears out there. Cause sometimes people talk and they know things, but they won't tell it to the police, but they'll tell it to friends or relatives. So you keep, people out there with their eyes and ears glued. I'm going to play a little bit of this. This was the Yuba um, City couple that was recovered. And it was right in the same vicinity. And 
it seemed like the media was trying to connect these two cases when in reality it, they had nothing to do with each other. A Yuba City couple who disappeared after a trip to Reno have been found dead. The Nevada County Sheriff's Office says a man found a car that had crashed near Highway 20 near Poker Flats Road around 5 o'clock this evening. Here are the details. CHP found the car down an embankment not visible from the highway with 36-year-old Juan Zavala and 29-year-old Jeanette Pantoja dead inside. The couple has been missing since August 7th. The crash is under investigation. So, folks, you see... Not every that they were missing basically in the same vicinity. So the media was trying to make a nexus, make a connection between these two cases. And in reality, they had nothing whatsoever to do with each other. But and that's look, that's the the challenge of being the police. Uh to sift through all the information to see are these cases related? But could have the same exact thing have happened to Kylie? Could she have crashed somewhere in a ravine? Absolutely. So we have to look up. I just want to also, this is uh, Kylie's mom. I can't even imagine, uh, you know, I have two sons. We all have kids. My son being at the time he was 16, be missing in 15 days. I, I would be a mess. I would be a mess, you know, and she's sort of held it together pretty well. And, um, we want to say our prayers for her. Uh, First of all, in in the recovery alive of Kylie Rodney, we would love to see that. But if that's not going to be the case, we would like to her to have closure in this case so that she can move on with her life. Because this this is a horrible. Um, it's just a horrible situation. It it just it. I mean, how do you, how do you deal with this how, as a parent? How do you deal with this? And you know, anyone that criticizes this woman uh, on on social media or, you know, something, they deserve a special place uh, in hell for that because this lady is, is now going through hell, you know, and um, we just, we pray for her. Cade, uh, uh, the four piece, how many times were... Uh, Canine dogs, any results? Police officer Gordon, do you even have those dogs which are specialized in water searching? I'm not um, familiar with the fact that they use the kind of dogs that you're referring to. In my police career, uh, we've never used dogs in a water search that I'm aware of. I mean, I, I was a, a first responder to the World Trade Center, and they, they used cadaver dogs in the World Trade Center, and they were amazing. And the poor dogs were cutting their paws on some of the sharp steel and metal there. But those dogs were truly amazing. I cannot speak to that. I don't know. Um, hi, Julie Waldron. Yes, I am from the UK also. Sergeant Bill's a retired NYPD sergeant. Also, Detective Phil, who normally appears on the show, is a retired NYPD detective. I've been watching this channel for a year. Uh, thank you, uh, Kim Alliston. Uh Jersey Devil, poor lady, is in her own hell, absolutely. And we pray for her, and we wish her the best. Um, Carolyn Bellrose, I know watch these divers. They're amazing, like Equisearch. I watch their videos. They're amazing. They're very, you know something? These, and I'm glad you mentioned Equisearch. We, uh, Duty Ron uh, and myself, and um, we have a special, um, and Phil Grimaldi, 
we have a special relationship with Equisearch, uh, Dave Rader, and we reach out to them. In fact, I had made a call to the hotline in this case and said, if you would like, I can get a hold of Dave Rader. And if you want to get Equisearch involved in this, uh, you have to request them. They don't just show up Equisearch. The police has to request Equisearch, and I'm sure they would get involved in this case. Okie dokie. TN tracking trailing dogs work differently. Water cadaver dogs can find the scent of the water of decomposition underwater. Okie dokie seven. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say I don't know anything about that, but it's uh, fascinating. Um, as I said, I've been familiar with the use of cadaver dogs. Um, we had a bloodhound or bloodhounds on the NYPD. Uh, uh, May, hey, Bill, what do you make of the dogs on the scene not, not picking up Kay's uh, scent? It, it's a possibility that she's not in the area. Maybe she's miles away from the area. Could, the, could she? Look, there's a million possibilities what, what has occurred here. And we can only go with investigative probabilities and go with that. Remember, I, I spoke the other day about... Um, investigative direction and investigators go in the direction that makes the most sense and they keep digging and digging but it's important to have an investigative direction so that you're just not chasing your tail like a dog you know uh duck and felonies um remember that these are children you shouldn't spread rumors about them it's not right who are you referring to duck and felonies i don't know who you're referring to is spreading rumors. What we're talking about here is investigation and investigative facts and some of the information that, look, the police in doing hundreds of interviews in this case have an investigative direction. They know things that we don't know. They know things that a lot of the, um, I'll call them uh, YouTube sleuths, amateur sleuths, that's what they are, what that what they don't know. And a lot of the YouTube amateur sleuths here, they just spread a lot of rumors. And they have no, a lot of it has no basis in fact. And um, Carol Hartung, my prayers go out to Kylie's family and for Kylie's safe return, or at least for her to be found. Um, 100%. Look at her mom. I mean, God bless her mom. It's just uh, it's just so 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 horrendous that her mom is in this situation and and the torture of this of to be um, to be subjected to your daughter lost for this amount of time. It's just it really is it really is torturous and um, we all hope and we all pray that she is found. There's um, Mountain mountain kayaker, thank you so much. Uh, this case is unsettling. I have camped safely at Prosser and Stampede often. Pray for the family. Mountain kayaker, thank you for the 499 Super Chat. God bless people like you. It's someone like you that does, is a nature type of person that goes out there, kayaking, goes out there, hiking, and may find Kylie. And that's what we hope for. Um, Indian paintbrush. Since the area is heavily treed, it's hard to imagine a car going into the water. Wouldn't they block car? I guess you'd search areas where there was easy access to water. 
Yes, Indian paintbrush, they would search areas where there was, uh, of course, access where a car could have, uh, at late at night, I can't imagine how dark it is there. There's virtually, um, there's no there's no lights. So just think it'd be easy to, to perhaps do that. Uh, Kathy B. and Axel, Grammy award-winning country rapper, offered up his 100K Dodgers Hellcat if they talk and it leads to an arrest. I'm not sure exactly what you mean by that. Um, TN, if you watch Missing 411, the dogs lose the scent at some point, like they vanish into thin air. Uh, very possible. With so many drugs being laced with fentanyl, she may have overdosed and someone may have hid her body someplace. Serial killer, we have no evidence that she uses drugs. None of her friends indicated that. We know that she drinks. I mean, that was a um, that was reported that night that uh, her friend Sammy, of course, wouldn't ride home with her because she felt that she was too intoxicated to, to ride in the car with. So that we know, but uh, we don't know if in, that she uses drugs. I don't think I don't want to spread that type of rumor. Working together on the investigation and in a new statement tonight, police said both agencies are looking through cellular data and the sheriff's office has been searching the areas surrounding last known phone pings, including any residences that were associated in rural Nevada County. I feel like what the police are doing is not enough. I feel like they need to be doing more. Jeanette and Juan's families tell us they are frustrated and want more resources and attention on this investigation. Maybe like my my case isn't that important, you know, where, you know, it's a life, two lives we're talking about. So it should matter. In the meantime, we're not going to give up trying to find them because there's two families that are suffering, my family, and I know her family is suffering, and we just both want them home. And back out here live tonight, both agencies say they have received several tips from the community and they've looked through each of them, but so far none of those tips have produced any solid leads. So at this point, they're asking the public's help. If you know anything to please come forward. We're live in Yuba City, Brittany Hope, KCRA 3 News. Yeah, Brittany, thank you. And we have more on this. The two were last seen driving a 2002 Blue Ford Explorer. We've got the license plate. Here it is, 4SN SO72. As Brittany just said, if you think you may have seen it or you have any information on this case or these people, contact Yuba City Police or the Nevada County Sheriff. So, folks, I just wanted to play that because that was the other couple, Juan Zavala and Jeanette Pantoya, who were missing at the same time. And you, as you noted, their family, of course, wanted the same amount of attention uh, given to their loved ones as was given to Kylie. Uh, folks, if you're not... Subscribe with Police Off the Cuff, Real Crime Stories. If you like the reporting on real crime stories from a police perspective, and we deal with facts, we don't make stuff up, uh, we don't try to sensationalize the case, we report what is there, and we, we give you how the police are going to go about what is the most um, probable uh, investigative steps they will take, I don't, you know, I, I don't think it helps. I mean, look, there's channels on YouTube that are way, have way bigger audiences than me that are more successful than me, but I'm not looking to sensationalize these cases. I'm looking to report on these cases and talk about um, how they should be investigated. 
Sherilyn Schaffner, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, anyway, if you're not subscribed to Police Off the Cuff, please go on our YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. It's free to subscribe. Give us a thumbs up and ring that bell. And if you want to um, help us out financially, we have a YouTube channel with five different levels. You see the folks in the chat in the green font. They're part of our YouTube uh, members. And we also have a Patreon with three different levels, and you could subscribe to our Patreon if you would like to help police off the cuff and, um, and, and help us uh, in, in this case, uh, not this case, <laughs> in our endeavors on YouTube. Um, uh, Jay Nuttall, I'm new to this channel. I'm loving it. Liked and subscribed. Well, thank you so much. Glad you subscribed. I had one of my old students when I taught at college. She just contacted me uh, yesterday and she said, oh, uh, I got my master's degree. I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And the other thing she goes, can I still use you as a reference? I said, sure, as long as you subscribe to my uh, my channel, uh, you know, on YouTube. She goes, no problem. She goes on and she texts me back. She goes, Canon, you have almost 30,000 subscribers. How did you do that? I was just like, look, I just, just as long as you subscribe, I don't want to get into this. Anyway, Indian paintbrush just can't wrap my mind around the idea that Sammy friends would say Kylie was so drunk they wouldn't ride with her, yet they leave her behind. That one friend helped her get home safely. It makes no sense. Indian paintbrush, you learn who your real friends are in times of need, not in good times. In times of need, you learn who your real friends are. And uh, I don't see her friend Sammy as being a real friend uh, when she just leaves her uh, and gets a ride with someone else because she's too drunk. So I'm going to leave her there. Don't you think she should have helped her? I think so. You know, it's just, it's just crazy. But, you know, that's not a real friend. That's really, that's not a real friend that does that. You know, it's crazy. New pictures and video from the party where 16... I always like to show this picture because when they talk about the canvas of the location and all the kids that were there, they said there was 200 to 300 kids there. Very difficult to identify anyone from this picture from the rear, obviously, but sometimes you can identify people when someone else looks at the photo and says, oh, that's so-and-so. I know that he was wearing this or he was wearing that. And the police can start identifying them and bringing them in and interviewing them. And so that just gives you an idea. That's a picture from the night of the party. But the police said at this point, they've gotten over a thousand tips. And some of the tips are not helping them anymore. They're actually hurting them because every tip has to be checked out. Every tip has to be investigated. And if they got to spend their time investigating tips that are just, you know, have no basis in truth, then it's a waste of time. 18-year-old Kylie Rodney was last seen on Friday night. That was at Prosser Lake. Volunteers met at the Truckee Community Center this morning before starting another round of searches. Her mother, Rodney's mother, was emotional talking about her daughter's disappearance. I just want my daughter home. I just, I just want my daughter home. I just want to give her a hug. I just want to know where she is. I just want to know what happened. The Placer County Sheriff's Office says they are treating Kylie Rodney's disappearance as an abduction because they say her car is also missing. 
but the CHP has not issued an Amber Alert because they say the case has not met the criteria for known abductions. You know, some of you folks asked some questions like, why hasn't, uh, someone just asked the question, why hasn't um, um, Sammy been arrested? For what? What could she be arrested for? For giving the police false information? Wouldn't that cloud the investigation? They don't want to concentrate on arresting Sammy, and I don't think there's anything she's done so far that makes her arrestable. False information, gossiping, uh, that's not arrestable, you know? But I think the police know they've interviewed her and they're not. Uh, I'm not going to. You know, guys, because there were drugs at this party doesn't mean that Kylie was using drugs. Are her friends indicating her friends indicated she was intoxicated? But we do. Do we want to spread rumors about that she was using drugs without us really knowing it. Um, Bo Peep, how can someone be too drunk to drive but able to text message? Well, it's a different skill set, trust me. And that's one of the reasons that they are searching the water because if she was intoxicated and she did drive off the road into the water, they want to eliminate that possibility. You know, And uh, that's what they're doing today. And I would believe that they probably will finish the search up today. Um, TN, mountain kayak are way too many people now. The SJPD was super strict in the late 90s, early 2000s. We used to go clubbing down there. Uh, that was a personal message to someone else. Uh, Carolyn Bellrose, you're exactly right. I believe Sammy was jealous of Kylie, just how I feel. Something I feel up with that. Um, Bo Peep, maybe someone else had her phone by then. You guys are having some uh, fun in the chat. Uh, Iris Hewlett, that's why I think Sammy knows more than what she is saying. Um, Kim Allison, very, very sad. You can feel Kylie's mom's heartbreak. That, that's, that's for sure. Um, you know what? You may ask, though, guys, uh, say today goes by and they search the water and they come up empty. What next? What do you do next? Anyone got any suggestions? What do you do next? I know what you do next. You just keep on keeping on. You start all over if necessary. You start re-interviewing people. You start re-canvassing. You start talking to people in the area who've been arrested. Sometimes the people in the jail cell sells no information that no one else knows, especially drug dealers. If you're indicating that there were drugs at this party, Let's see who's selling the drugs. Let's see if the drug dealers, maybe they'll cut a deal. Maybe they know something that can help us find this young girl, 16 years old. It's just Carol, Carol, uh, Carolina Bellrose that I find strange, but think they're searching the waters before saying that she's abducted. You know, guys, I, I said from the very, very beginning, um, Lieutenant Pete, you hit it right on the head. No proof of abduction as of yet, thus no Amber Alert. There's four, I believe, four criteria for an Amber Alert, and one of them is uh, a proof, evidence of an abduction. And that's why there was no Amber Alert, because there was no evidence of, a, of an abduction. The police should have never said anything about an abduction early on. 
because they had no proof of it. And then once you say that, it takes on a life of itself. That's why in investigations, you should only deal in facts. You can't deal in rumor. You have to deal in facts. And if the investigators among themselves want to say that or talk that or, or, or feel that, fine. But don't put it out into the public because the public's going to run wild with it. And rumors are just going to get, it's like playing telephone, you know. Uh, Robert's girl, I believe Kylie was either kidnapped or she drove off the mountain. Well, Robert's girl, one of those is a distinct possibility. But until we have evidence of it, we can't really you know, hang our hat on that. We can't say that. Uh, Sherlyn Schaffner only takes a few drinks to be too intoxicated to drive, for sure. And especially if you're 16 and you're an inexperienced driver as it is. Uh, Carolina Belrose, exactly well said. If anything, someone could have planned this and spiked her drink. Don't mean she took anything. Look, all of these things, guys, and I, I've seen a lot of things in my lifetime, all of them are possibilities. But as I said, I don't, um, I don't put anything out there uh, unless I have it as fact. Carol Beyond, or Bill, regarding the missing couple, were they found beside their car and what seemed like they went down an embankment? Yeah, I, 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 th I thought that they were found inside their car, but they searched and it was down an embankment and uh, a civilian actually found them. So, I mean, it was in the same area. And the thing that clouded everything was the fact that it was in the same area as Kylie. So they were trying to draw a nexus. Although now do we have a serial kidnapper when there's no evidence whatsoever uh, that there was anything to do with a kidnapping. In my humble opinion, this is Okie Dokie 7, uh, a tip line with someone to actually vet the tip First thing is important. I can imagine some of the training that might be developed to train call centers. You know, okie dokie seven, usually in a big case like this, the tips are called into a detective. And the detective actually writes them down in a tips log. And as the tips come in, they're disseminated to investigators. And the investigators go out and they interview the person that gave the tip. So you can very quickly disseminate whether they or, or determine whether the tip was total bullshit or whether there's any truth to it. Um, Mickey Mantle, number seven, would it be possible for law enforcement to request all the phone pings from the area where Kylie was last seen? There, you know, the FBI has the ability to do that. I'm sure it costs a fortune and they, it's, they take a certain area and they pull every um, cell phone that was being used at a specific time in a specific place in that area. That takes time, it takes money, and it takes resources to do that. Investigative resources and the know-how to do that. Yes, Mickey Mantle, they can do that. But again, they may be in the process of doing that, and they haven't uh, gotten around to um, pulling all the information. Um, if Sammy's parents have a career involving the law, why have they not advised her to keep quiet? You know, some people just keep have to run at the mouth. A lot of major cases, you know, you see people that you wouldn't think be talking and they, they, they want to be on TV all the time. And it's just crazy. Uh, mountain Kayaker, I wonder if the family will hire a private investigator. Mountain Kayaker, I think it's some um, 
premature to do that. Let's wait till this investigation plays out a little bit. I know it's torturous for the poor mom to wait this out. And uh, it's horrible. It's a horrible thing. Uh, serial killer, um, with that amount of water to be searched, I would think it would take more than a day to do a thorough search. You make it sound like search will be over. No, they started on Friday, serial killer. So today is the third day. So they're not going to finish it in one day. So potentially they could finish day because they started Friday, Saturday. That's three days of searching. I don't know if they're going to continue past today, but so far they've been searching for three days. Uh, Jenny, the guy who keeps saying his cousins were there, but it really sounds like it was really him. You know something, Jenny? I don't believe any of these interviews on YouTube. They're not, the people that call in, they're not vetted. Mo most of the um, YouTube content creators are not investigators. So they want to believe everything that makes their channel more sensational. So I don't trust the people that just call into these channels. So um, Lovebug53, God bless these divers 100%. Uh, Sherilyn Schaffner, I can't leave out the option that she ran away. I don't know. Uh, I think that's a, that's, that's a stretch, I think. Uh, Shelly Tubb, I feel like 1,500 tips isn't much if 300 people at the party, especially if people are giving tips on several platforms. Shelly Tarbin, one of the problems is that the investigators have to check out every single tip. So many tips are just, I'll put it straight, out-and-out out bullshit. They have no semblance in fact, and they just are messing with law enforcement. But law enforcement can't determine without checking them out which tips are good and which tips are just made up. So, uh... Sean M, they, don't they have plate readers if they left the area? They could have, yeah, they, there should be plate readers in the area. I don't know how many plate readers they have in that area. Yes, they, the car could have been spotted on a plate reader. If it had been, we would have heard something by now. Um, Okie dokie, I have a suggestion. Get some sort of vehicle with a tall stand on it with viewers to travel the most likely roads the persons might have been on. Well, okie dokie, there should be cameras on uh, strategic locations in this community. Someone just referred to license plate readers. Those are a, a huge aid to law enforcement. Uh, and they should be out there too. So if the car was traveling the roads, it should have and would have been spotted on either video cameras or license plate readers. Diane Dobbs. Reabduction. The news media printed that the family thought she might have been abducted, not law enforcement. Possible date, August 9th, news articles. Well, you know something? If, if I think it came out very early in the first day or two of this investigation, and I know law enforcement did put that out there. So if the family also believes that, it's something really that should be kept close to the vest and really not put out there unless we have facts that, that in fact, uh, it happened, they have evidence that it, that in fact happened, or else it doesn't help the investigation to put that out there. Bo Peep, I can't figure out how a six-year-old who graduated from a different school was hanging around 18-year-olds. 
which high schools were the graduates from when that now down who may have attended? Well, look, a 16 year old, she graduated high school already. She was going to go to college. So it makes sense that she would hang out with the other seniors who would be 18 years old. Uh, I mean, yes, they can go through the senior class and interview every person there, but that, you know, all of those things are very time consuming, extremely time consuming. And will the police do it? Yeah, they'll get around to doing it. Folks, if you need a great attorney in the New York City area, Joe Murray is your man. Joe Murray is a retired member of the NYPD, a police officer, and a, a fantastic criminal attorney in the New York City area. If you want to give Joe a call, his cell phone number is 718-514-3855, or you can get his email, joe at jmurray-law.com. He has a website, jmurray-law.com. If anyone out there wants to advertise on police off the cuff, we have very reasonable rates. We have an international audience, and we're good guys, and we'll give you a great commercial, and you'll get a, a lot of good bang for your buck, as they say. Um, folks, this case is a heartbreaking case. It really is. I mean, experience tells us that when someone's missing for two weeks, good things usually don't happen. And there is a possibility that she could still be found. However, the, it's, it's not probable. It's not a probable uh, that she'll be found alive. Um, and for that, we, we need to pray for her family, her friends, her loved ones. Uh, have courage and be kind, my thoughts. If it was an OD, more kids would have. I think law enforcement is letting everyone talk, be interviewed by YouTube, and hopefully dig themselves in a corner. Well, to get the cooperation um, of the kids, they have to have courage and be kind. They have to promise that they're not going to arrest anybody. Because if you go out there with a hard-ass attitude, we're going to start locking kids up, then why would anyone come forward? You have to say, we just want the information. We're not looking to lock anyone up. Is our goal to find Kylie? Yes, it is. Or is our goal to lock people up who sold drugs or used drugs or underage drank at this party? No, it's not to do that. It's to find, it's to find Kylie. Kylie graduated from a charter school online. Mostly many kids her age have graduated early. As many do they work at their own pace versus brick schools. You know, online, look, everything after um, COVID, the world changed. You know, the world is still changed from COVID. Education, more people were taking online education, you know, jobs, people working at home. Many people still haven't gone back and many people will never go back because the world, as I said, the world changed. And it's like, People aren't looking to go back even now because it's just, as I said, the world has changed. The world has totally changed. And I can't answer that as far as what school she went to. Who do you meet when you take online classes? Online classes are mostly um, very impersonal. I taught online in college, not totally online. I did some hybrid, as they call it, half online, half uh, half live, I would actually go to school, which I like much better because you have some interaction with the students. Um, but it's, it's just crazy that, you know, the, as I said, the world has changed. Um, 
and, and, and things, you know, I can't, people that take classes online for, for, for mostly they don't, um, mostly they don't have a lot of interaction with the other students and it's not a social that's, you know, school, um, schools should be a social thing, right? But when you take it online, all of a sudden the socialization of school, uh, doesn't exist anymore because it's it's a different thing it's a different it's a different experience i'm just gonna play a little more of kylie's mom and um watch this i just we just want her home we're so scared and we miss her so much and we love her so much and kylie we love you and if you see this please just Please just come home. I want nothing more than to hug you. And if, if anybody else out there, if you know where she is, if you know anything about where she might be, if you have any ideas or, or thoughts, please um, please come forward and share them. And, and we're not looking to, like, bust anybody else or get anybody in trouble. We just want to see our daughter home. Heartbreaking, just totally heartbreaking. But folks, um, that's where we're at right now. Until we get potentially any information from uh, from the search, you know, uh, that that's where we're at. And and we can just hope and pray that they come up with uh, these are some the pictures on the screen. These are some pictures of uh, adventures with purpose on previous investigations and cases they have solved, cold cases, vehicles they've recovered, bodies they've recovered from the water. And again, we praise uh, Adventures with Purpose. They're an unbelievable organization. Uh, and thank God there are organizations like Adventures with Purpose and uh, Equisearch that will assist law enforcement and help law enforcement find missing persons and give closure families so that they can sleep at night if, if that's a possibility when their 16 year old daughter is gone is missing and it's been over two weeks right now and um, we thank these organizations and you know here's another picture on the screen of another case that they solved that was years old and they recovered the missing person as well as the vehicle and um, again, uh, we don't know uh, if they're through today. If the, there's the um, 2013 on the screen, 2013 Honda C CRV, along with a picture of uh, Kylie Rodney, 16 year old girl, just a shame. Uh, picture of a mom on the screen who's just um, beside herself you know, had it. Um, can't imagine how you stay strong through something like that. Um, and, you know, we all as the public and people that could potentially help in this investigation, think of her face, think of her daughter's face, and think of how you could help law enforcement if you do know anything. If you do know anything, you know, of course, call the hotline. There's the number right there. 
530-886-5375. Please don't call unless you have a tip that is of value, not something you heard or something you saw on YouTube. Make sure it's a tip of value because the police don't need to chase, chase their tail. They need to chase concrete, real information that, um, that'll help solve this case. Folks, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. I sort of just wanted to uh, come on and talk about this case at the last minute. I was, I was upstate yesterday at Saratoga Racetrack, losing all my money, you know. <laughs> I lost 100 bucks. It's, it's almost like when you bet on horses, or, or, you, or uh, I'm sure some people will disagree. You bet on horses or you go to a casino and you play blackjack. It's almost like you're just handing them your money because, you know, 90% of the people lose. And when you win, you win so little. It's like you can't, you risk money to win. You may risk $10 to win three. It's like, what, what did I do that for? I guess it's just the thrill of betting on a horse, you know, but I had fun. And uh, so I'm back, I'm back today. And I, I wanted to cover this case. And uh, this is Police Off the Cuff, Real Crime Stories. I'm your host, Bill Cannon. God bless Thank you so much. And please help the police if you can. Have a great day. One episode, just